0: hello and thank you for listening to the sixth episode of good girls behaving badly i'm sydney this is the sixth
1: yeah oh
0: (laughs) okay well is that a good surprise or like you thought we had done we had that many yeah we've been
1: going at it for a little minute now okay well (laughs) welcome to the six
0: um so how was your weekend what'd you do this weekend I watch TV. <sighs> I had a weekend like that too cuz I've been doing too much. So like and I
1: slept really well like <laughs> and I think it's partly cuz the temperature is going down. Yes. I don't um, like the heat and lately I'm like just very happy fall is here. I'm not. So it was like I can open up my windows. There's like this crisp night air. I can like snuggle in my blanket. This is what I've been waiting for. Fall is my season. So, I'm very happy it's here. I can't wait till it gets a little bit colder and I can pull out, like, my Uggs mm. and stuff like that. I'm very excited.
0: I don't even have winter clothing. I just don't like the winter. I
1: love it. I think the clothes are better. mm I can't stand it. Like, to me, in the summer, I'm hot, so I'm just trying to stay cool. But I feel like in the fall and winter, I'm more stylish. I was
0: like, I think I'm cuter in the summer.
1: I'm cuter in the fall and winter. <laughs> I feel like I'm low-key basic during the summer. <laughs> I'm basic I'm in the fall,
0: because I just put a cardigan on everything, so you don't even
1: really see my outfit. No, during the summer, I'm hot. So it's mm. like, does it match? Will it keep me cool? <laughs> That's kind of it. During the fall and winter, it's like... I'm wearing more jewelry, mm. the boots, my layers, scarves, hats, all these, like, accessories that you, you just don't do in the summer. I'm more stylish in the fall. Yeah, in the winter. winter, I'm just like, cardigan, don't
0: look at me, I'm cold.
1: This, <laughs> this is my season. but it, And I like to bring out long hair because you're not hot. <laughs> yeah. And you can wear your longer hair. So, uh, that's a tip for all my wig wearers. uh my weekend was kind of
0: chill. I mean, I did hang out with some friends, but I didn't do too much. I even, I kind of bluffed myself. I said I was going to go to the movies, and I didn't even do that.
1: I haven't been to the movies in so long. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I was
0: supposed, you know, I like to go by myself Saturday mornings, and I was going to do that yesterday. But I just didn't. I just, I started watching Greenleaf. You know, I watch everything after everyone else. Just did you like it? It's okay so far. I'm halfway through the season.
1: Oh, it is crazy.
0: So um, I'll probably finish that next weekend, watch the rest of it. But um, I started that, and then today, my brother's in a play. If anyone's in Baltimore, my brother's in a play at Arena Players. So I went to that today, and that was really good. So that was pretty much my weekend. Where
1: can they get tickets? So um,
0: arenaplayers.com. All right, yeah. so we give them a full <laughs> shout-out. Um, so let's start off with our news-slash-media coverage okay
1: so i'm excited because speaking of tv fall tv is back yes and that is an announcement i'm excited um i've actually written out a tv schedule because <laughs> um, you know you can't i can't see everything during a week but like on a saturday sunday afternoon i can like check the week what i missed and record judge everything. me if must but like i like to keep current with my tv mm-hmm. so i'm excited tonight I love Once Upon a Time, Quantico, um, Empire premiered last week, Grey's Anatomy, How to Go With Murder. Like, those are the shows that I really like.
0: Some of them. the fall is the only time I actually do keep up with TV. Because, like, the rest of the year, I'll just uh, record it and watch it later. And, like, I don't watch TV so much that I didn't even realize that everything premiered this week until it was, like... You're not a true fan. I'm so bad. Until it was, like... I forgot what came on first, but something came on before Empire for me here. And my friend was like, did you see it? I was like, wait, what is back? And then I was like, everybody started talking about everything else. I was like, oh my gosh, now I have to really watch TV when it actually comes on
1: again. Yeah, you're not a true fan.
0: I mean, the only thing, like, the whole rest of the year that I actually watch on a weekly basis is power. Everything else, I just... I watch the whole season when it's over. That's why I'm just watching Greenleaf because I just I binge through the whole season
1: afterwards. Certain shows I watch as, they're going, I as just, it's going as it's going on. I can't. Um, probably like Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away Murder. Yeah. Scandal. Although that's on delay because she's pregnant. So
0: yeah, and because I didn't even I get a chance to watch to like that January. new show yet. And I was like, "Hold up!" But I'll watch whatever that new show is and see if I it, can get
1: into it. That show was weird. It's called Notorious. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if I'm a fan yet, but it's like keeps you occupied before how to get away. That's from my
0: bathroom slash dinner break. Right.
1: Much. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a great weekend. The National Museum of African American History opened. Um, I want to go. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm personally going to wait till the hype died down a little yes. bit because I read an article that they. They don't have tickets open to like January. Like people didn't bought that much. Well, because it's free, two, but you just reserve it. When you reserve website. it. Yeah. Then it's like booked. Yeah. Two. I don't want to be rushed. I have so many people around right. where I can't like That's my main read thing. through all the exhibits. like one of the um, a radio personality had a preview. She said she was there for like six hours. Yeah. And like, I don't want to be rushed. Yeah. I don't want a whole bunch of people on my back. So I'm going to wait a little bit. But I definitely want to go. I encourage everyone to take the trip.
0: Yeah, my um, family, we were thinking about going on a holiday. I was thinking, thinking that it Christmas won't be season. too many people there if we go on a holiday. So our plan, we have to check and see if it's open, is to go on Thanksgiving Day.
1: That's probably a good day to go. Or mm. maybe even Black Friday because people be out shopping. Mm, that's maybe. true, that's true. But um, I'm excited. They had a great opening like ceremony, all these celebrities, yeah. you know. The president Bush, mm-hmm. he was even there. Scary. So it was. I actually feel like I should have went to that, but because I'm like close to DC, so many
0: people were like, "I'm but, going, I'm going." But I just, I don't know, I'd avoid just, traffic and crowds, just, and I'm just, nah, I'll stay away. I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I watched
1: it. I was like, oh, I probably should have went. Mm. You know, that's history. Yeah, to get like to experience it. But it's but... like, I'll just go to the museum <laughs> anyway. So also, it came out that you know, they've deemed that it was legal to discriminate against dreadlocks. Yeah, That was really big in the news. Yes. Which I think, I just think that's crazy because pretty much everything else is illegal to discriminate. And why this one particular thing is okay, obviously that impacts African Americans the most. Right. There are other races that do dress, but come on guys, it's truly Us. pretty much African Americans. <laughs> and I also wonder for people of other races who do it, I bet you, you probably won't now.
0: Right. But like, for, cause you know, I I wish to lock one day. I'm not there yet. I'm not ready for the commitment. But it's just like, really? And it's just, I feel like it was hard enough with the natural kind of fad that has stuck around for a minute now. It was hard enough for people to take that like, as professional mm-hmm. hair. Cause I remember when I first wore natural, like people that they weren't used to it. And so they be like, well, what are you going to do when you go on interviews? I'm like, what do you mean but am I gonna do? I'm gonna wear my fro. Like right. They would um,
1: expect that you would like straighten your hair out yeah. or something like that. And so
0: it's like finally people are used to that. And so now it's like I feel step like backwards. Yeah, it knocked us backwards. So I'm just like I'm hoping that it gets, you know, overturned or something or like an, appeal an appeal or something. Yeah. So. And I also
1: hope that like honestly. To job recruiters or whatever, like yes, it may be legal to discriminate, but come on. Yeah. Is the person qualified? Right. What does my hair have to do with my Yeah. Like I really, but you know,
0: who knows? And I it's was like even though. on
1: a job where it would get in
0: the way. Of course, I'm gonna pull it back. Like because I have locks, does not mean that I'm dirty. I want y'all to realize that.
1: But <laughs> any hairstyle, you would pull back if right. necessary. Maybe right. You long hair, straight, whatever. And so I just, I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm just kind of go to like the gossip. I only it's very short. Kid Cuddy he's been going through some things. Yeah, um, just the wee bit. <laughs> okay, so first of all, restraining order has mm-hmm. been placed. He cannot speak to his child's mother mm-hmm. to 2007, like May or March of 2017. Mm-hmm. He's been a little nutty with her yes. messages. Calling her names, threatening her. Don't want her their child around anybody. Very creepy. I'm not all the way sure what's <laughs> going on over there. But we're um, we just going to pray for Kid Cuddy. Right. And then he was, wasn't he the also one who was talking about, who was talking about Drake and Kanye? Was that Kid Cudi? Who, who, who was that? I who was a rapper? I don't know. who I could be I completely know, off, up. guys. <laughs> I thought it was Kid Cuddy, but I think it may be someone else. Basically, he was like dissing Drake and Kanye. Oh, I
0: don't know. I might have missed that one. Well,
1: Sorry, we'll have the update well, on Well, we have to update on that. Anyway, my last one is just to let y'all know. If you don't, obviously, we all know the game in Meek beef continues. Yes. Um, the game went on the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. which yep. I think you should listen to. I listened to and yeah, I found it entertaining. I did too. But I felt like he also explained it a little bit and I understood, understood. it a little bit more. Me too. Still think. They should end it. But I understood now, like, when we was talking about it last week, and we was like, why did it take so, so long for him to be pissed? Well, apparently, literally that day where he yeah. started it is when the cops came to him. So yeah. I guess it just reignited everything. Like, yeah. I encourage everyone to listen to that interview because it does explain it a little bit better. I still think it's dumb. I still think they are two grown men who need to chill. Well,
0: see, I think if it's dumb for anyone, it's dumb for me. Because I feel like he made it, when he talked to Sean Kingston, I feel like he made it seem like the game robbed him when that's not what the game said at all. And of course, like, the game is going to warn Meek because what he thought is they were cool. And so why would you warn somebody that you're not cool with? So, I don't
1: know. I will say, listen to the interview, it would make you want to side with the game. Mm-hmm. in the situation the way yeah. he explained it yeah, but it's still like dumb to me because it's like <laughs> either y'all gonna fight or no. Nah. Well that's what he
0: wants to do he wants to fight
1: me. Well it's not gonna happen <laughs> so that's what I'm saying like just let it ride. It's not gonna happen right. it. let it ride. Right. Y- y'all just not cool no more whatever let it be and we move on mm-hmm. and mess that yeah
0: and so I don't know also a follow up on Tiana Taylor's situation apparently all of those pictures were old like she posted a statement saying that all those pictures with her, with her husband, with other women were all before her. She really, even went down to his hair. She was like, "His hair has not been like that since I've been with him." So apparently, the lady, the person, was just trying to bring up old news and cause trouble. And none of those pictures were real. So she's still happy and with her family and baby junie So
1: and to be clear, even if it was real, she wasn't going to wear. She wasn't. Well, she wasn't, but. <laughs> That's for her place to forgive right. and move forward. Right. And if he did make a mistake, and they decided they were going to stay together, right. Then that's their business. Right. I don't know if they're really married, even though they reference each other. Yeah. As such. But if they are, you know, that's her husband. That's her. But I don't really because think I never actually
0: heard her reference him as her husband until the video came out and then she was talking about it and she was like me and my husband i'm like when that happened
1: <laughs> like, it's been a, a little bit before the video okay. i've seen where they've referenced each other as that but the way they are i would have expected them to have like a wedding for real
0: was well, they might have just had a private wedding and i mean well i don't know i feel like I, some I, kind I, of i, th- I would have expected something
1: because mm-hmm. i mean they broadcast when they got engaged and everything like that and stuff in the baby shower i just would yeah, expect that's very a true. little something yeah. maybe not everything but anyway good for them black love we love it <laughs> okay so i have the would you rather question i'm prepared this week thank you <laughs> would you rather have your parents catch you having sex oh god. or catch your parents having sex i
0: just rather catch them
1: are you kidding me I would pluck my eyes out.
0: <laughs> for. I just feel like that's less embarrassing for me because I already know they didn't did it at least twice because they got me and my brother. So I'd rather just catch them doing it. Oh my
1: God, no. <laughs> I would literally die. You wouldn't die if they caught you? I would die. I would die. I don't want see? to see that. I, I would, would die if they caught me. My eyes out. That is nasty. So, you would rather them catch you? Depending on the position, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what position? <laughs> Something where, one, I'm not like butt butterball naked. <laughs> That's one. And maybe, like, <laughs> I could hop off really quick. I don't know, but not I just can't. I can't. Jesus. I just can't even, oh God, I can't stomach the thought of seeing that. God, no. I don't see my parents as sexual beings, even though I know they still do it. (laughs) I don't know. I'd just much rather catch them. Oh God, no. Because
0: I just feel like I couldn't live if they caught me. I could. I would die. I could live. (laughs) I would die. No. And I I would be scared for whoever the man's was safety. Why? It's, it depends on where we're at. Because if they catch, this is what I'm thinking. If they catching me, which it probably means that I'm in our house. And so my dad is going to kill whoever I'm with. Like, really, I'm... He won't literally kill him. You're right. Because we being recorded. He won't.
1: <laughs> Whatever. I'm rolling my eyes just so y'all know. Her father wouldn't really do that. Now, he may lay hands. I might believe that. But I kind of think it would be more a shock, Because I just feel like. Your parent, you know what I mean? Like, the best thing for the guy to do at that point is just kind of get up and run. Yeah, but to run quick? No, I still rather
0: them catch me. No, I couldn't. I would literally like die. Just keel over.
1: I don't. I just can't see that. Mm. I just can't. Anyway, that was the would you rather question.
0: I also wanted to say something from last week's show. I feel like a lot of people listened to last week's show and it started some very interesting conversations. Like some of my friends, they started discussing Kim Kardashian or whether or not she was a hoe. And then Solomon from the Bible. Like, it went deep.
1: <laughs> I wish she would have said that out loud. To be clear, there are hoes in the Bible.
0: Y'all know Solomon has 700 wives and 300 concubines. He was a
1: hoe. And that so, just lets you know that even if you're not making the best choices whether that is something else, God still loves you and will still use you for his work. Yeah. And there's a, a lot of people in the, a lot of stories in the Bible prostitutes and everything else yeah. that God used to for his message. So yeah. be encouraged because we're all sinners.
0: But, I just didn't expect the conversation to go there. I so love I was, it. Let's talk about it. So I just like I welcome all of the conversations yeah. that came after last and week's And I also show. want to
1: say if anyone felt that that I call them a hoe. Cause I, I, I read a few things and I'm not calling anybody a hoe. Except Solomon. Well he was. That was a lot. Okay? And God still used him. Anyway, I think for my personal standards, it's a bit much. If you feel good about what you're doing, then do what you do and that's always true. be safe. That's true. And, Honestly, it's just an opinion. We all have them. And right. I truly don't want anyone to get like offended offended. Right, if you right, feel right. good about what you're doing and you're safe, then do what you do. Exactly. It's just for me, that's not my cup of tea. Now, would you
0: consider Kim Kardashian a hug?
1: Um Well, one, I don't know her body count. I know... Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, and every time, and the unfortunate thing about female celebrities, whoever they're linked with, they automatically seem they're having sex with. But it's them.
0: like, who else do you expect them to be around?
1: I agree, <laughs> like- and I don't always think that just because you hang out for a little bit doesn't mean you're instantly having sex, right? So I don't know her body count. Am right. I curious? Sure. I I just feel like, but I also feel like. Clearly, we all know, ultimately, she was chasing love. I don't I don't know how many people she slept with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she is on her third marriage.
0: Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> that, <laughs> that makes her questionable. I mean, draw your own conclusions. I'm just saying that I feel like for her, I don't, I think, if anything, she probably, well, I don't know, because the game song, he said he slept with her. He did. He and said they he were slept never together, her, together. Chloe and, and, God, and Angela. Yeah, and got head from Angela. Mm. Which is rumored that has started some issues with Rob and China. Lord, so Jesus. I'm sure Angela is not...
0: She probably was like, I just gave him head."
1: <laughs> well, I guess my thing is, for me, it's like, why y'all put me out there like that? But that yeah. was our moment. Yeah. And then, too, I'm thinking Rob is like, the game is around our family. How could you not tell me? Which I can somewhat understand Rob's half. Because it's like, if he around, like we talked about this... Yeah. I think on the last podcast, mm-hmm. if I'm around someone who you slept with or done something with, just, just let me know. I'm not going to like beat them up or beat, but you just, cause you just never know when someone will make a song about it. <laughs> and then you learn that way. Jesus. So, yeah.
0: But that okay. was just like a small <laughs> recap from last week. Cause it really started some interesting conversations and I was happy that, you know, it got to that. Cause that we cover controversial topics to start conversations. So I was happy that it got there.
1: Yes. So today's topic kind of starts from one of my blog posts I posted last week. It was called, Hello, I'm a Millennial. Read it at Mm goodgirlsbehavingvalley.com. Where basically I was kind of ranting, sharing my experiences that I've had, and kind of like explaining why these millennial stereotypes Mm -hmm. are just non-valid. Right. So today we're going to kind of... Go a little bit deeper Deeper, and share both experiences. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can even share some tips and advice we have for fellow millennials in the workplace and just how to deal with other generations who may not understand or may have like preconceived notions about us. Mm -hmm. So, figure I just want to start off with I did some research in the top millennial stereotypes in the workplace, what people think about us. So, we're entitled. I think we've all heard that before. Mm -hmm. We're praise hungry. We're always looking to be told good job. I've heard that before as well. Um, we're distracted by technology. We're job hoppers. We're lazy. And we want special privileges. And by this, I was like, what do you mean by that? So I had to like research that one. And they're saying we want instant flexibility, instant, like special, maybe perks mm-hmm. that maybe. Like baby boomers and stuff like that feel like that should be earned it shouldn't just be given to you right so those are some and I figured we could kind of go talk through. about our experiences and kind of just go through okay. and basically why they're not true right okay so the first one we're entitled um my last job my first job I got told that all the time it used to piss me off by my boss <laughs> mm-hmm um shout out to you girl I still I still you know we still cool but <laughs> that used to piss me off because every time I would come to her about an issue or maybe trying to voice some concern or just wanted to make sure I'm good in my path it would be you're just so entitled you just think you're supposed to get everything this is just your first job da, da, da. one I felt like that was inappropriate because it was like why are you even saying that I'm to an me? adult I'm an but, adult yeah. and that's what I think my bottom line is, I feel like we're treated like children. Right. And then two is like, did I not spend how much money on a degree? Right. I did umpteenth internships. I've done classes and everything else. I'm entitled to respect, mm-hmm. and I'm entitled to be treated like a fellow colleague, which right. I sometimes think they don't. I right. think they treat us like, like teenagers. Right. And I think I think a lot
0: of times, especially when it's our first job, like they feel like they did us a favor. Right. Which, and I mean, and of course, I'm thankful. Yes, first job. Yes, thank you so much. But at the same token, that does not mean that you treat me less than. Because I can still do as good as work as anybody else. Tell it. Um, and if they do it better, it may just be because they're more familiar with it. But just, will hold on, because I'm going to catch up. How
1: about it? We're fast learners. So, right.
0: And so I really feel like it with that we're not entitled, but we do demand respect. And so it's like, just because I may be younger than everyone else here, you're not going to treat me as such.
1: And I know that Baby boomers specifically, Mm because I did a training on this, they feel that respect is earned, mm-hmm. where we feel like it should just be given straight yeah. up. Yeah, And I could agree with that. I don't. I feel like if I'm polite and respectful, why, why, why am I earning? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not. We're
0: we're in a work environment. Is if this was like a casual relationship, then cool. Make me earn respect if that's what you feel like is necessary. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't. But in a work environment, we're all equals. And so, it's like, there is no earning. Like, no, that's not how it works. Because we all getting, well, we may not be getting paid the same hourly, but we all get paid the same, at the same Mm -hmm. pay period, like, so it's like, we all should deserve the same amount of respect once we walk through that door. Until we act like we don't deserve the respect, then you take the necessary steps from that point on. But, no, once I walk through the door, you need to respect me, like, and don't feel like you can't respect me because you see me as a younger person or you see me as a little kid because I'm not like, I know I may look young. I know I may be young, but don't treat me young. Treat me as you would any other employee. Treat me as you would if you just hired someone that was 50 and got the same job as me. Treat me the same as that way.
1: I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree. I've had situations where I've even talked about it. Like, you don't... I've had situations with coworkers where I'm basically saying I am not a child and it's disrespectful and unprofessional to speak to me that way. Mm-hmm. And they look at me like, I'm crazy. No, because if I was 30, you would not be talking to me like right. this. If I was 40, you would not be acting like this. Mm-hmm. But because I'm 20... Well, I was 22, 23 at the time. And even now, sometimes my current job because I'm 24. That doesn't mean you can, like, pull the age ring. Right. And it's no. funny because I
0: just, like... Because some of my bosses are, like, the same age as my mom, I really be feeling, like, I'm talking to my parents because sometimes I have to say that to my parents, like, I'm not five, right. I'm grown. <laughs> and like, so, like, that's how I ha- I feel sometimes, like, okay, guys, like, yes, I'm the youngest employee, but I'm grown. Like, don't talk to me exactly. like that. Exactly.
1: So then the next one is it says that we're praise hungry. Now, I, I don't feel like I am. Mm, I'm not at all. Because I'm not... When it comes to work, like, I just... I don't know, I just do my thing. Like mm-hmm. I give myself praise. Right, right. And all right. I'm looking for you is to acknowledge that the work was done. Mm-hmm. I don't mean you say good job, but you nope. did your you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're a team, you did your part, I did my part. Good job to you. Whatever you know, I'm not always constantly looking for it. I know, like
0: for me, because we do like client work. I'm more so looking to see if the client was happy. I'm not looking for anyone to tell me specifically that I did an amazing job. Is the client happy? Cool. Like I don't. That's all I need. (laughs) Because if the client not happy, then we all failed them, and it's not just me. So I don't need anyone to specifically tell me when I'm doing a good job because you know what? I know I am. Like, okay. I, don't, I don't do anything halfway, so it's like, I know that I'm doing a sufficient job. And if I'm not, then cool, tell me. But I'm not the type of person that needs praise at all times, because, like, if we did something for a client, and I could share it with my friends, I'll tell all my friends, like, hey, we just launched his website. I get my praise that way. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not need it from
1: colleagues or bosses or anything.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I think for me, it's like, because I feel like, I, I'm not praise hungry, but... I like to be acknowledged of my part. Mm-hmm. So maybe I am. I uh, don't know. Because I, I feel like I'm not. But maybe I am. But it's like, I don't need, oh, Sinead, good job. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. But, but if we're doing an event, because for me, I work in meetings. So it's most of the time, it's a team thing. right? So more than anything, I'm looking for maybe just my team did well. Like, we're in a staff meeting or we we, we, we giving out reports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want you to. <laughs> but it's like... But you don't need this... Do you need it to be your name or just, like, your no, team? No, okay. I don't. And that's what i was saying. I just want it to be overall meeting So team then, yeah, I wouldn't say that that's I Praise Hungry because
0: I feel like Praise Hungry is when you need them to say, Sinead, you did awesome. No, but I do that. You feel like if you say the whole team a, did good, because I feel cool. like it's
1: a team effort. So right. I guess I just want... I would want, like, my director or my CEO to be like, great job, meetings team. Mm -hmm. Boom. I don't need, like, Shanae, you did da-da-da. I don't need that. Right, right, right. Um, So the next one is we're distracted by technology. While I think technology is a big part of our lives. It is. Um, I'll say they don't distract me when I'm at work. I'm at work when I have time and I can answer texts, I will, yeah. But if I'm busy, I'm busy. I don't know
0: for me, me. especially because I just started a new job. I kind of make a conscious effort not to check my phone because I don't want it to seem like I'm slacking off, and so I'll make sure I don't check my phone, like, but I mean, I'm it, we were and i'm in the digital department so like everyone is like listening to podcasts and stuff all day so people have their phones out so like it's at my desk plugged into my computer just so that it doesn't die but i wouldn't even i like i barely touch my phone but i work on my computer on my internet all day and most of my friends on on group me so i could talk to them that way if i really wanted to <laughs> like i don't need my phone now that could still be bad <laughs> But I mean, the reality is because I work in technology, is that for me, it's not that big of a deal.
1: I think not in my not in my current job. People have their phones out; right, it is what it is. I will say, every time I'm on my phone, mm-hmm. the CFO walks past. I'm like, damn it! Because I really don't be on my phone that often, but it's like every you ever time
0: see I you. peek, but he you- walks
1: past. I'm like, Ooh. but it's like I'm.
0: Do you feel like you're you're extra conscious because you're a millennial? Because that's what I feel like I am. yeah. Because I
1: know they're already looking at me that Mm -hmm. way. And I also feel like I've been called out at, like, work dinners because I was on my phone. Oh, dang. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, like, my my boss, like, she may talk, be present. But to be completely honest, guys, I don't want to talk (laughs) to y'all. Because this is
0: not, like, a... This is not a meeting. This is just like no. after an event, y'all eating right. together. A part just of, to make it clear, yeah, to make know, it okay.
1: clear, a part of my job is like while we're away on meetings, we have company dinners, and they like to have like social interaction after the day. Yeah. Now for me, I'm tired, and I haven't been on my phone for 15 hours, <laughs> so I want to catch up, right? Read my emails and stuff like that. Right. And two, it because I'm the youngest one on the team. We can, sometimes it's hard to relate. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just eat my food, be there, because I, I had to kind of... It's like not... It's one of those things where it's not mandatory, but you know damn well <laughs> you can't be like, no. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. So I've been like, Sinead, be present. So then I put my phone down, and now I'm just staring into the abyss <sighs> because I still don't have anything to say.
0: I know for me, I am conscious, extra conscious of it because I'm a millennial. Like, I know everybody listens to podcasts or they listen to stuff on YouTube, but like, so you know, like Breakfast Club, they post their interviews every day and I listen every day. I'll be on YouTube, pull it up and minimize it real quick. Oh, me too. Because because I I don't want them to to see I'm on YouTube. I do the same thing. But I mean, everybody does it because they all be listening to stuff and like we use Slack and they all be posting YouTube videos and stuff like that all day long, but I just don't want it to seem like I'm watching a YouTube video while I'm at work. So I like press play and minimize real quick. And I hate when I do that in like a commercial place because I'm like, dang it, you have forgot to, click to skip. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I just feel like I'm extra careful of that to make sure it doesn't seem like I'm slacking off because I'm a millennial. Yeah,
1: it's the same thing. Mm. So our next one is we're job hop- hoppers. Yeah, that, I'm sorry, yep. we do that a lot, guys. I, mm-hmm. I can't even, I, I'm not even going to fight that one. We do. I think sometimes we do lack patience. When it comes to job, figuring out a job, I mean, my first job I stayed at for like almost a year and a half, and I left. But I left for financial reasons. Mm -hmm. She wanted more money. I wanted more money. Yes, I do that sometimes. (laughs) She wanted more money, and my first position was like a foot in the door, but I knew from day one I wasn't going to be there long because the position, like, it wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. I was very aware that I could do more, but... You know, I had to stay at least a year. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm in my second job, I'm not even going to lie. I do have my end date already. Um, but I don't know. But I don't see, know what to say.
0: I don't know if I look at that as a bad thing. I know people who look at us that way because they come from the generation where you get a job and you, you stay, stay there, there and you retire there. Which, you know, if that's what you want to do, fine. But for me, that's not what I want to do. I want to experience different type of positions. I want to work with different companies. So, yeah, I'm going job hop. Like, I stayed my first job for six months and then bounced. And I had that plan because after two months, sorry if any of y'all listening, I hated it. And so, I made the plan. I was like, if I don't have a new job in six months, I'm just going to leave. And at six months, I got my new job offer. So, I was gone in six months and two weeks.
1: And so, so what about people that will be like, well, no job is perfect. You can't keep because I'll hear that. And I agree
0: that no job is perfect, but... I feel like if you know that you want more and you can find more, and especially if you can find more of what you're looking for, and it's more money, why not go for it? I don't see anything wrong with that.
1: I don't either. You know, because we just have to do both sides. When I most of the that. time,
0: these jobs ain't loyal to us, so no, they're not. You They'll have cut you anyway,
1: right? And that's just another part of it. Job loyalty is different. Yeah, they used to like want to keep. Now they will. It doesn't matter. They, they want get...
0: the greatest. And for the cheapest. So. They'll cut you
1: whenever. They'll do whatever. Right. And I also think that when we get to, like, salary and stuff, mm-hmm. I think as a millennial, and this kind of ties in some of the other ones, they talk about us and we're lazy and stuff like that. But it's like we're taking jobs where you already know you all undercutting us, but mm-hmm. we don't have no choice because we're fresh out of college. We need to experience. We mm-hmm. want to be in our industry. I know several people who have taken even – lower jobs just to be in that industry. Right, you know what right, I mean? Because right. that's how bad we want to actually work. So I get irritated when they say stuff like that because it's like, you know y'all playing us. You mm-hmm. know you're not really... I learned it with my first job. Like, And I encourage everyone, Like, once you find your niche, you know what industry you're in, please look up average salaries for the job, right. the company size, and whatever city state you live in, in because they will try to play you and negotiate. Do not be afraid to negotiate
0: because they just going to give you an offer and they think that you're going to just accept it. And then but if you give them if you come back with a counter offer, sometimes they'll like go back and forth with you. And so then you really see what they're working with. But of course, like in any negotiation, you're going to give them the bare minimum that you can up front. And most people are just going to accept that offer. But I mean, it never hurts to try. They already offered you the job.
1: I say when you're giving someone salary requirements do five to six higher than your what you really want. Right. Cause it's like if they'll take it, then let them do it. Right. But it's like if you know at minimum you need forty five thousand, then I would say when they say, "Well, what's your salary 50. 50, $52,000. Yeah. Because if they say, "Well, we can't do fifty two, we could do forty five, dollars you wanted forty five in the first place. Right. But if they could give you fifty two, now you have extra. Or money. Or if you
0: say fifty two and they give you forty eight, boom, you just you got still three got extra thousand. That's <laughs> what I'm saying.
1: So I would actually suggest to pack on five to six thousand what you want, mm-hmm. like
0: padding. Or sometimes if they're not willing to negotiate, they'll be willing to like negotiate bonuses later on down the line. Because like I know in in my job hunt, it was an issue that I hadn't been in my previous jobs as long as they wanted me to. And so I negotiated bonuses into my offer. And so, I mean, you just always have to play around with the offer and make sure that you get what you feel like you deserve. And I don't feel like anything is wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Okay, so the next one is that we're lazy. I get really fired up about uh, this. I one. feel like we're
0: the opposite of lazy.
1: I think we're like hard workers and we'll do whatever and we're the I feel like we're a generation where like and it comes to the flexibility, we don't mind working whenever, but I don't think we I don't think we like being chained to a desk. I know I don't. No. But it's like if you give us the flexibility, we'll work whenever. Let's we'll get it done.
0: Right. I think the different, I think what they perceive us as lazy is because we are a generation where we like to do multiple things. Like, we will like to have a job and then have a side hustle. Maybe have another side. Like, we like to do multiple things. So, I know, like, for me at my last job, I got off at 6. And, like, if I had a meeting for something else that I was doing right after, I needed to leave at 6. And sometimes that would be a problem because they needed me to stay late and blah blah. And my thing was I have no problem staying late when it's required. Like if it's something that's due that day, cool, I'll stay late. But if it's like if it's something that's not necessarily due that day and I already have something to do after work, no, I wanna go. Like
1: because And you I'm, should be able to. do right. be trying to like pressure you and make you think your job's in jeopardy if no. you say no. I'll tell you, it's been so many times where I've literally called my mom for work like, this is what happened, what should I do? Seriously, <laughs> because they will make you feel, especially in your first or two jobs, they will make you feel like you're wrong. Mm-hmm. They really will. Yep. And they will make you feel like feel you're going to get in trouble or yeah. something. And I would like call my mom and she'd be like, girl, no, tell them no. They don't need to talk to you like that. So it's like, if you have a mentor or someone older that you can kind of bounce stuff off of. Mm-hmm. Continue to do that. Because I just think they'll try to play you. But I
0: think they just perceive us as lazy because they want our jobs to be our lives. And we right. like we cherish work-life balance because we do have a lot of things going on. The- For example, just us. Okay, we have our full-time jobs. We do the blog. We do podcasts. You run a whole separate blog. I have separate client. Like, we have a lot going on. I get up at 5. 30 in the morning to work out. We have a lot going on. So, no, my job is never going to be my life. I'm sorry. I don't love it that
1: much. And like, I think past generations, the thought was you live to work and yes, we work to live.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, we want to work and we are gonna. We want to be passionate about it. But, but I
0: also want to go on vacation. Like, and
1: I want to live. And I don't think... Because I'll say a lot of things at my job is like people like to be there long hours. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessary. Right. Right. If you can swing it. Yeah. So, for me, I get in and do my thing and I'm leaving. It would be like, why are you leaving so early? Because my job Cause is I'm done, done. And yeah. I've done my eight hours. I don't know why. And it's that mindset of, like, live to work. Like, mm-hmm. you don't feel accomplished unless you're there for 12, 13 hours. And my thing is, not about how long you're there. It's about how much work you, you, you got like, done. Right. And how efficient you are. And I right. think... That's more our thought process. We don't want to be in an office 10, 12 hours a day. And frankly, I do not think it's necessary. It's what are not. we
0: doing? I, I just, I still don't understand. I'm like, these people have to just be like a couple of those hours have to be completely like, you are just hours. mucking around. Because yeah, I'm like, there's no understand. way you're working
1: all day. And then a lot of times, with the work experience I've had is like y'all married with children, y'all spouses I was don't just like y'all. To say that. Y'all spouses don't. Do you ever see your kids? It'd be people just doing
0: it, and then they have like newborn baby. I'm just like, oh, I want to be home no, with my kids. It would never be me, especially like with a newborn. Mm-mm. I'm clocking in and out at the time I'm supposed to. Cause I just like, like well, when do you
1: spend time? And I, one of my coworkers. He talked about how, like, his wife, we so annoyed with him because he just these long eyes. And I'm like, "I, I understand why. Right. She don't never see you. Right. And it's like, I
0: think for some, I think it depends on, like, what career field you're into. Because some career fields, you don't have a certain clock in and clock out time. And for that, I understand it. Right. But when I do have a clock in and clock out time, I'm scheduling my day around this clock in absolutely. and clock out time. It's, so if, absolutely. It's, if I'm leaving 15 minutes later, you done messed up the whole
1: day schedule. And I'm pissed. <laughs> right. Because I get so annoyed. And I feel like even for me as a meeting planner, if we're not on site, It's regular office hours for Mm -hmm. me. Now, if I'm on on site, obviously, I don't make a schedule. Right. Because, like, my last conference, I mean, I was having 13, 14-hour days, which is exhausting, by the way. (laughs) And when you have to do that three, four days in a row... On your feet all day. All day. My Fitbit was, like, vibrating (laughs) off the chain. But it's like, I just think you have to take that into consideration. And I think... This isn't a stereotype, but an experience that I've had. Have you been in a place where you felt like older um coworkers were, like, threatened by you? Because I've had that. Uh,
0: no, I don't think I've been there
1: yet. Well, she has. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Like, and I feel like you don't always, you don't notice it at first. Like, mm-hmm. at first you think, oh, okay. Like, maybe this is how they are. Mm-hmm. They'll do those passive aggressive jabs. Mm-hmm. But I just want y'all to know that it's not, they're not really joking with you. You know what I mean? Like, they truly feel some type of way about your presence. Mm-hmm. When you come in a mix and you have different ideas and you're doing things differently and getting great results or maybe even better than before, mm-hmm. people who've been there longer may side eye you because yeah. at the end of the day, you fresh out of college. How do you know all this stuff? How do you think of all this stuff? Right. I've been here for ten years and I can't do that. It happens. And then we'll try to mine F you. But then they done my that. My
0: perspective from that is you should welcome different ideas. That's the whole reason no, why you hire a new person. Is they're
1: insecure t- though I know. because they feel like their spot gonna be taken. And I feel like if you're talented, you're talented, mm-hmm. I'm not threatened by anybody right? because I know my worth, I know who I am and you should know who you are. And I'm just saying if you feel those vibes from then anyone you in your game. office, then I would suggest that you keep your distance from them because I feel like don't be telling them your business. <gasps> don't be telling no. Seriously, don't be telling them your struggles. Mm. Don't tell them who in the office gets on your nerves because there, there truly are people like that, and they will get you caught up in situations start repeating what you say. I've been there, done that. Lord. I'm just saying. I've had. I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but toot. <laughs> I am pretty knowledgeable about the industry. Mm. I'm always looking to advance. I even I. I'm actually in school now. My classes start this week. Lord. (laughs) Yes. So I'm always looking to better myself. Right. And for some people, you have to also realize some people's job where you work in, that's not their passion. It's a Mm -hmm. job. That's true. So I think when you're passionate about something, you work harder without even knowing Knowing it. it. Mm -hmm. So if you look like you can slightly overshadow them, they're going to do what they're going to do to protect themselves. And I just feel like protect yourself. Like if you get weird vibes from that person, keep your distance. Yeah, that's they true. They not your friend. Mm. It,
0: can we make that another thing? Just this is not a part of stereotype. But at work, you are not my friend. Like, Girl. I don't. I do not want to talk to you during lunch. I do ah. not. <laughs> Look, lunch, it, it, like I told y'all before, I'm child. in a lot of, I do a lot of stuff. So, lunch is when I read. So, if you see me with a book at lunch, Maybe why lunch. are you trying to talk to me? I'm trying reading. Nope. I in my old job, I used to go eat in my car just so people wouldn't talk to me. Like, it was that bad. Like, no. I had to talk to you the whole eight hours of the rest of the day. This is my one hour to not talk to any of you. We not cool outside of work. We
1: don't hang out outside of
0: work. Don't talk to me during I, lunch.
1: I think, like, I usually, if I'm not in a mood, I'll have, like, lunch at my desk. Mm. Because we have, like, a little kitchen. And and we have a TV in there. So, like, oh, you're going to have lunch with us? I'm like, no, I'm chilling today. (laughs) Because sometimes I don't want to be bothered. Mm. And I do feel like, depending on where you work, you have to have, you have to kind of be on Mm-hmm. and like you said you're not my friend but you have to like kind of be polite yeah what you do this weekend yeah you don't really care i don't care <laughs> i'm not
0: gonna remember you like.
1: know and, and you know what i hate when you ask them what they did and they tell you mm-hmm. i get pissed <laughs> well i, I wouldn't you No, know, if i ask you, oh how was your weekend i'm looking oh it was great don't go into details <sighs> see that i just and because cause they asked me, and then I feel like I had to say, oh, how was yours? <laughs> but, you know, when you ask... If someone asks me, how was my weekend at work, and I'm really bang with you, I'm going to say, oh, it was great. I don't want to take up conversation. I don't want to take up your time. Right. So, as a courtesy, I go, oh, how was yours? And they go, well, I went to the farmer's market, and little Jane da <laughs> that, and I'm sitting there, like, stirring my tea, like, well, I got to get back to my desk. <laughs> like, I didn't really... I was just trying to be nice. I was just trying to be courteous.
0: I feel like for me, it's really actually because like I consciously take my lunch late. I don't take my lunch till two because it makes the day go by faster for me. So no one's in the kitchen when I'm in the kitchen. So I do eat in the kitchen. But it's just like if you stop in to talk to me, you know, I'm on lunch and you not on lunch. So why are you trying to stop me? Have a conversation? Go back to work. Like you wasting your time and wasting my precious alone time to talk to me and so i like i take my lunch late on purpose like every time i go to lunch i'm literally the only one in the kitchen it's so peaceful i read my book eat my lunch but sometimes people just walk by and they're like oh what you're reading Uh,
1: what's that about
0: Uh, go look up the synopsis like i'm not here to give you a
1: summary people at work like ask me when are you taking lunch I get no, asked that. i avoid that
0: question because I'm not going to lunch with you. When are you taking lunch? Did you bring your lunch today? Where are you going?
1: I mean, I get asked that. I'll say my first job, I made friends mm-hmm. where I would hang out with them. I still hang out with them. Shout out to the BSU. I see y'all Saturday. <laughs> but my new job is different. Mm-hmm. One, I feel like there are less young people. Mm-hmm. So my last job was a lot of millennials. So it was kind of like... We could kind of fight the stereotypes together, and we did. Mm -hmm. At this new place is only a handful of us, and we're all in, like, spread in different departments, so Mm -hmm. it's not like we can really talk a lot. So I don't really talk too much. Mm -hmm. I have a few people I'm really cool with, but other than that, I don't. Yeah. And, I mean, it's been times where, like, my boss is like, oh, you should be more social. You don't really talk to people. And it's like, I don't want to. (laughs) I I go off of vibes. Sinead fact. I'm a vibe person. If I don't feel a good vibe, I don't go there. Mm-hmm. And I don't always feel like, not necessarily that they're bad, but it's like, yeah, we're not going to vibe. Right. And so I just don't want to go there. Yeah. So like, my current job, they think I'm quiet. Like I tell you, they think I'm quiet. They think I'm like super sweet and right. just really low key. And y'all know by now, I am sweet, but I am not quiet and... <laughs> I, I don't really think I'm low-key either. I think
0: my old job was the same one because it was a lot of young people. So, like, it was me and, like, three of the black co-workers, just me and honest. and we would go to lunch together like twice a week. We would like schedule it, put it on our calendar, Same. make sure no other meetings what, would interfere, BSU, everything like that. And so I would actually go out to lunch with them and I would enjoy going out to lunch with them and spending time with them. And I feel like they knew me a little bit more. They knew what I did outside of work mm-hmm. and stuff like that would invite me to parties. But at my new job, it's was just like... No. That
1: ain't gonna happen. Same. <laughs> like, I, I already job. knew.
0: Like, look around. No. Nope. This ain't happening. The place and
1: I was like, nah. And you know what? It is all
0: right. Because now it's like, instead of, and not saying that this is a good or a bad thing, but instead of spending my lunch talking to people, now I can spend my lunch reading. <laughs> I mean, I get to read more because I always
1: felt like I didn't get to read as much because I was doing too much. So now I spend my lunch reading. But you know, and this is moving into another subject. I feel like sometimes when I work, oh my god, I can't do this my whole life. Oh yeah. Like... Sydney and I are not corporate America people. 9 to 5 people. Nope. We are not, we are not, we are not. I think that's the biggest thing I've learned about myself mm-hmm. because while I do love events and I know I still want to do it, I want to do it on my own terms and yeah. not and it's not long term, no. Yeah, but I just think that's because I'm, we're
0: people that we don't see ourselves working for others our entire life. No. We're doing that right now to get this experience, you know, do that. But in the long term, I'm not working for these people when I'm 35. I don't want to. Like, no, I want to work for myself. I want to I wanna still do what I'm doing. But like you said, I want to do it on my own terms. Because I know, like for me, I know i work really well in the morning. So if I had personal clients, I know I can get up at 6, do a bunch of stuff, and be done by 12 and spend the rest of the day how I want to. But since I'm working for somebody else, I can't since do that. we're working
1: for the man.
0: <laughs> I can't do that. So I feel like that's also a part of it is like I know I can't do this for the rest of my life. Because I know that I can do these same tasks and do them well with my own clients on my own terms for my home and, office, and, and you
1: know and and this is and if you like the corporate lifestyle, live it, do you know what I mean right, But I was talking to one of my coworkers who actually just left mm-hmm. she's going to, she's going to Spain, oh wow, 'cause she just she wanted that experience so <laughs> um, and I was talking to her, and she was like, "You know, I'm really excited, I was like, I'm happy for you, I think it's like." I respect her courage. She'd just be like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to Spain. Yeah. I mean, here yeah. And so we talked about just work and this nine to five and, and we laugh about it but we was like, it like sucks the life out of you. Mm-hmm. This constant routine. Mm-hmm. Work you got to think. You got your commute, you have work, your commute, you get home, you have to decompress, and you mm-hmm. have like two, three hours before you need to go to bed. It and takes that's up... if
0: you didn't have a meeting right. or something exactly. else you do
1: that day. <laughs> Some days I feel so like, when do I have my me time? And mm-hmm. I don't. The days if I have like a board meeting or something after work, I'm getting home at 9.30, and at that point, I want a piece of chicken, and <laughs> I want to go to bed. I had no time to do anything for me. I right. didn't have time to like... And I'm realizing that's why I don't really like the corporate structure. It's like she she needs her own time. And I don't want to be like doing these long. No. And I think
0: what works, why that works for me right now is because I just schedule my time. Mm. That's how I have to do it right now. It's like I'll schedule when I'm going to catch up on TV. I'll schedule when I'm going to write my blog. Like I schedule all of that throughout the week. So I make sure that everything I need to do gets done. Yeah. Um, that's just how I deal with it for now. But I know I can still be productive when I'm not working for someone else and when I'm still doing my own thing. Ugh. And I mean, for I think also right now, it kind of helps having a schedule like that with working out. Just because... It keeps you
1: going. Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, I guess. I do try to keep myself on a schedule. But it's like, I like the freedom of doing what I want. And I feel like... In a 9 to 5, it's just to an extent, you just don't have it. <laughs> but I also think, you know, think the entrepreneur gene isn't for everyone, and I think we have it, and I think that's why we don't like it. Right. Because ultimately, this is not what we want anyway. Nope. But, yeah. So... Do you have anything else? No, I think I I covered covered everything about
0: work and what we do and don't like. Well, mostly what we don't like.
1: (laughs) And let's be clear. We're very grateful for our jobs. I don't want no one to think. In case y'all listening. You know. Don't fire me. Love (laughs) y'all. Why do you think I never said where I work? How about it? I ain't a fool. And I'm very grateful for my job. So don't get me wrong. And that paycheck. I just know long term. Mm-hmm. I, w- I have some different thoughts in mind yeah
0: and I think it's good cause sometimes at work they'll like ask me that and I'm not afraid to tell them oh that.
1: no I think you should be honest yeah
0: cause it's like oh long term yeah I wanna work for myself like, and I
1: think to be honest at this age it would be foolish of them to think you about to stay for f- I mean come on Yeah. they know how it works they yeah. know that's kinda not what it is no I
0: schedule my next depart already <laughs> uh, and you should but I think it's good to have a, have a plan a, yeah and not necessarily say that oh I have to stick to this plan but it, you know have a time of when you want to make your next move have that in the back of your mind and, you know it can always change your you could be flexible about your life plan and your schedule but it's always good to be intentional about what you're doing and to know what your next step is going to
1: be and I also feel like I think this is my biggest this is my advice my life advice or whatever to be passionate about what you do. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard because for some you want to go out your parents' house, you want to have the money, you want to do this. But I think while we are young and we can kind of hustle a little bit, Mm -hmm. this is a time to really get into what you want. Like, be passionate. I look at some of my coworkers and past coworkers and you hear their story. Sometimes this is not what they necessarily wanted, but Mm-mm. this is what happened. Right. They had bills. They got married. They had, you know, responsibility. And the one thing that I well, I, say, I just don't want to live their life, I don't want to do that. I don't want to wake up and be 40 and be like, Weirdly, this like is not them. really what I wanted. Right. not saying they're unhappy, but it was like, if they could go back, they probably would have made different decisions. Right. So I just encourage everyone to like... Go after your dream, mm-hmm. even if it's difficult. Like, I'm going to shout out our friend Justin Tucker. hmm
0: Yeah. He did
1: it! Yeah, he... I, I can't even lie. He, I mean, he moved to New York. hmm He got them jobs. He's doing what he wants, and I respect it. Right. And I feel like that's what we need to be doing. Yeah,
0: and that's why I always encourage the side hustle. Because, I mean, to be completely honest, no. Your 9 to 5 may not always be in the industry that you want to be in. It may not always be your passion. But if you're doing outside with your time that you're not at work, if you're working towards your passion, then at least you're doing something towards it. Right. So that, yes, you may have to suffer through that eight hours, but you still have something else burning. You still got something else going. You have your plan B.
1: Right. To keep you you pushing. Because let's be clear, like, we're working. We have to work. Right. But for some people who are not in their industry right now, I just encourage you to keep trying. And all you need is one person to say yes at the end of the day to let you in right so that was it yeah and we just we wanted to give you guys an
0: episode where it wasn't as risque but we're not always gonna
1: talk about sex guys right in relationships that
0: is fun yeah but but we do have other sides to us and we want to share that as well so i think that's all we have for today thank you for listening and talk to you guys next week